Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Good morning, Mum. Good morning, Pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited that when we're recording this, today is February. So I know. Amazing. I know. It just it just makes you feel like, I don't know if you feel this way, but it kind of makes you feel like you're heading towards spring. I know we're not there yet. Definitely. But it's sunshine. We're in February. And yeah, for me, that just feels like we are heading towards it. No, for sure. I also feel like, it, you know, everyone says it, but January just seems to go on for weeks and weeks and weeks um, and it can feel a bit never ending. So I am glad that we're kind of on the other side of Jan, Good. to be honest. Yeah. 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 Although I did think January went quickly for January, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I know. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today, Rob? This is another topic of yours. Oh, Okay. No pressure. Don't all, don't all switch off. Um, <laughs> Never. Um, no, I, it was interesting because I was working with a client yesterday and it was um, so interesting about heading towards what you want to achieve. But because you're heading towards what it is you wanna, want to do or be or have, really doesn't matter. You get so caught up in that that you really, really forget the joy of the journey. Right. And then it becomes not only it's not that kind of wacky joy of the journey thing that people think, here we go again. The important thing about this is if you if you're caught, if you're if you're coming away from remembering the joy of the journey, which was the joy you felt when you first got the idea of what you wanted to do anyway, then what you're doing is you're getting caught up in resistance around all those details and it doesn't feel fun. And then you really don't want to do it. And then it becomes a should. And then everything that you want to create, really, you get caught up in it, you get attached to it, and you forget the joy and the fun of doing whatever it is you're doing. So it's about, and and then how can you be living a hell yes when you're not, when everything you're doing that felt fun in the first place now feels a chore? Totally. It's really interesting that you said you wanted to talk about this because I'm reading a book at the moment called 4,000 Weeks. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, it's this guy is basically talking about, um, he's basically doing away with the idea that we have to be really productive and really efficient all the time. And the premise is that on average, the average kind of UK, I think it is lifespan is 4,000 weeks. That's your life, 4,000 weeks on average. Um, I know, which is which is weird to hear it in, in numbers like when that. When you hear it like that, yeah. Exactly. Um and so, yeah, he's just basically talking about our relationship with time, our relationship with efficiency, the pressure that we put on ourselves, how different it is to what our ancestors did with time and how that's changed. And it's just such an interesting book. And there's so many points that he, he's raised in the book that's really made me think um, and actually like think quite deeply about the way that I view time and the pressure that I've put on myself. And it definitely links to what you're saying about enjoying the journey because he's, his comments are saying that a lot of what we do in life isn't about enjoying the journey or enjoying the moment. So one thing, when you said that, that I immediately thought about was um, he says that we should treat everything we do as the last time that we do it. 
and that basically we we run on the assumption that we'll always have more time. And this does sound a little bit morbid, I get that, but I actually think it's quite freeing and quite empowering to think of it like this. But what he's basically saying is how dare we assume that we have loads of time or that we're entitled to this time on this planet. Um, and that's not the way it works. And that any time we do have is a blessing rather than a given. And so, you know, one thing that we can do is to treat everything we do as if it's the last time. And I know that doesn't sound exciting when it comes to things like washing up or, you know, doing the laundry or whatever. But I do think there are things that we take for granted, definitely things that I take for granted for sure. Or even just seeing people, seeing friends, you know, sometimes you might not be in the best mood or the best place and you don't feel like seeing someone or being social. Usually I'm always glad that I've done it. But at that time, I'm not appreciating it for what it is. I'm not enjoying the journey. I'm just thinking, oh, obligation or or whatever, you know, and it's like, God, I'm so blessed that I've even got this time. It's amazing that we're all here at the same time on this planet, you know? So there's lots of points. I'll mention a few later as well that have struck a chord with me, but I think it's just really interesting that I'm reading this book at the moment, which I highly, highly recommend. I think it's fantastic. Um, and this is what you wanted to talk about today. So exciting. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, it's unusual for you to be reading a book, Pumpkin. Gosh, the <laughs> shocker, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, you should put that in your newsletter. Yeah, I'm going to actually. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to recommend. That's the book I'm going to recommend this week because honestly, I'm just really, really enjoying it. Um, it's very well written, and it's just, it's just really, um, you know, when a book just really makes you think. Um, mm. it's definitely yeah. doing that. It's interesting, isn't it, what you said about, you know, it's absolutely true that every day we have is a blessing. Depends on your, I truly believe that, depends on your perspective and where your mindset is. Some people may be waking up thinking, God, not another day, um, which is is a real shame. But even if you are in a place of appreciation for what you have, it's interesting how many people would be writing in their appreciation journal, oh, um, I appreciate another day that I've woken up to. Because we, we, as you say, we kind of take it for granted. Um, And it's finding the joy in every moment. And it's going back to those things you do want to do, like I said at the beginning. Stop getting yourself so wrapped up in the detail of it all or the thought process of it all. Because just say, like, for instance, let's use your example of seeing friends. Okay, so uh, you you use the word obligation. So when you sometimes see friends and you're getting into that headspace of obligation, it's kind of like one, you're focusing on it not being a good thing. But secondly, how many people when they're with people or whatever it is they're doing, are their headspace somewhere else? Now, I'm not saying for all I'm not saying for all of the time, but for a lot of the time off in your own thoughts or on your phone, checking, I don't know, Insta or whatever, whatever, but not actually really feeling the joy in the moment, the fun of the journey. And then if you're lucky, you'll come away from that um, meeting and you'll think, oh, that was good. But you've missed the moment. Yeah. I think uh, there's two things I want to say about that. So the first one is, for you know for anyone that is listening or you know anyone that's gone through this and if you are waking up and you're thinking god not another day um 
I don't want us to be tone deaf to that. Do you know what I mean? This isn't yeah. this isn't to make you feel bad or to make you feel guilty or, you know, God, you should know how blessed you are. That's not, you know, there is no judgment at all uh, from us on that level. Um, I know what it's like to kind of be in that situation as well, personally. And having someone tell me, I'll just enjoy the journey wouldn't have been what I wanted to hear at that moment in time. So just to clarify, that is not what this is about. Um, yeah. But if you are in a place where you're able to, uh, appreciate the the little things that have kind of appreciate the journey, then I think it's a useful perspective to hold that the fact that we are even here is, you know, amazing is just when you think of all the things that had to come together and had to happen for you to be born, et cetera, it's, it's really amazing and exciting. So if you can hold on to that and if you can embrace that idea, then I think that's fantastic, but you know, no judgment if you can't at all. And then the other thing that I wanted to say is another thing in the in the book that he mentions is that we're always doing things for our future selves. So it's so interesting that we put value on the things that are going to help us in the future, less so than the things that we enjoy in the moment, you know, and it's almost like, well, it's only valuable if it helps me in the future. So you can kind of, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example. So I don't know, maybe at work, instead of going for coffee with the people you like, you go for coffee with the people that you think are going to be deciding your promotion or that you think are going to be able to help you network to get a better job. He basically, his point is that we've stopped doing things that we enjoy in the moment. We kind of almost make people feel guilty when they've got hobbies, you know, because it's like, well, why are you doing that? That's not going to get you further. That's not going to help you in anything. That's not going to make you money. You can't monetize that. It's almost like, why are you, what, you know, why are you even doing it? Why are you bothering? Um, it's all about the future stuff. You know, it's all about when I get that car, when I have that flat, when I have that child, you know, then I'll be happy, then I'll be good. And so I think that for me was a really powerful point as well of, it's not just, it, it's about what you enjoy doing in the moment and don't feel guilty for that. Like I love to read as mum has alluded really? to. <laughs> um, so for me, an hour reading or two hours reading in a day, that's not a waste for me. I totally enjoy it. I usually learn something from it as well, but if it's just a fictional book that I'm enjoying, cool. I'm not going to feel any guilt about it, but I think we do, we do sometimes put guilt on people for just doing things that they enjoy, you know, that isn't the gym or that isn't learning or isn't, you know, college or whatever, that isn't kind of bettering them in some way. His example in the book is Rod Stewart, believe it or not, actually for years and years has been building this massive um, uh, tiny town and he paints all the pieces himself and he puts them all together. He takes it on tour with him and it's well. Wow. I know this is like a, a massive, according to the book, like a massive part of his life. He absolutely loves doing it. And, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, it's Rod Stewart. Why are you wasting your time doing that? Haven't you got better things to be doing? Or haven't you got the money to be spending on other things? It's like, no, like, let's get back to doing the things that we actually just enjoy for the journey, that we enjoy for the sake of it, not for what it's going to get us in the future. Completely. I mean, we've spoken about this before, haven't we, that it's all about the present moment. Um, because we don't have the future. So we know that because it doesn't time, space, reality, the past and the future doesn't exist. So we do only have the present moment. But yeah, you're right. So many people are future focused. And it's the same thing when you're coaching people, as I say, with the client yesterday, when you're getting caught up in the detail, you're getting caught up in the detail, because you're worried about whether you're going to achieve that in the future. 
And what's so interesting in relation to your vibration and then your point of attraction is that when you're focused one, two points here, when you're focused on getting yourself all knotted up about the details and the stress of it all and whatever, well, you're not going to attract the inspiration that you need to to move you forward because you're stressed anyway. And secondly, if you're constantly future focused, you're not going to attract it anyway because you can only attract in the present moment because the future doesn't exist. So the law of attraction isn't looking at, oh, the future, because the the universal laws don't work in the future. They work in the present moment. Totally. I also think as well, um, you're not going to get those moments of inspiration if you're never bored or never not doing stuff. No, you you need quiet time. You always say those moments come for you in the shower or on a walk or whatever, uh, brushing your teeth. Yeah, brushing yes. your teeth. <laughs> exactly. So mum always says to me, oh, I've just had a thought or oh, I've just had an inspired thought when she's been brushing her teeth. Um, for me, I kind of tune out and then think in the shower or on a walk or when I'm walking Ralph or whatever. So I think those moments are actually a lot more valuable than we think but we've got to give ourselves time to actually embrace them. We're never bored. Like not only are our attention spans getting worse, but we actually, I I think he talks about this at the book. We don't like the discomfort of not doing. We feel comfortable in doing, we get wrapped up. And then when we actually step off of that, you know, treadmill, we're then, it's almost like, well, what do I do now? What am I, if I'm not busy doing X, Y, and Z, what am I, if I'm not busy doing my job? You know, and I think we've got to get more comfortable with that discomfort because that's where really great stuff can come from. Yeah, completely. Um, I think most people have been brought up to be told if you're not doing something, you're lazy, you're being lazy. And I really believe that the human being truly beats themselves up if they think they're being lazy. And especially, um, I guess it was slightly different decades ago not that I remember, but um, the <laughs> fact when, you know, when um, shops used to be closed on a Sunday. So um, people would give themselves that kind of, oh, okay, Sunday is is my day or, or whatever. But when everything then started to open up on a Sunday and then momentum builds on that, it's doing, doing, do, doing all the time. And then, yeah, we don't have those quiet moments and we've got to stop beating ourselves up for that. It's it's about embracing those quiet moments. Don't keep doing, 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 because then you can't be being. And if you're not being, then you can't allow the inspiration through that the universe and the law of attraction and your higher self is trying to bring through for you, which will make everything you want so much easier to head towards. Totally. He mentions that in the book, actually, the shop's shutting. Um, But now everything, obviously, you can constantly shop. You could just go online and be shopping all day, all night. Um, And he also mentions that that's a a real positive of religion as well, organized religion. Because, you know, for example, in Christianity, Sunday would be the holy day where you're not expected to be doing lots of stuff. You go to church, you then spend time with your family. So, you know, I feel like as times evolved and our habits have changed, we just keep ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up. Um, and the pressure to to do keeps mounting. And I just, I, don't get me wrong, there may be some people that that works really well for them um, and that they can maintain that long time, long term, sorry. But for me, I just, I really do believe that I just want to enjoy the moments that I have and that actually 
I think the mundane parts of life can be the best parts of life because that's what you're spending the majority of your time doing. If I'm only happy when I'm in Barbados on a jet ski, then I'm not happy apart from, gosh, every few years when I might get a, get a cheeky, you know, nice holiday or, you know, I just, if I'm waiting for the weekend every week or if I'm, you know, waiting for that night out, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever, um, I just think, God, what am I doing and what life am I living in between? Absolutely. That's exactly it. And that's what you're here for. You know, you are here to live your life. I would love to go to Barbados, though. So if anyone is going, I would like to take me. I was going to say that the scary thing there was she was looking directly at me. So um, I'm not sure what she's trying to say. Let's go next week. Next week. Okay, we're off. Um, But no, it is, isn't it? It's about the the time we have now. But it is about that living a hell yes in those moments. And I'm going to share a real hell yes moment that Holly had last week, which was... um, which one could think is mundane, but for her, it was an absolute hell yes. And that was when her washing machine door got fixed and it meant that she could actually do a wash in her washing machine. And she was beside herself with absolute joy that she could get her sheets in that washing machine. So I'll just give some that context. Was hell yes. Our washing machine's been broken since Christmas. In the grand scheme of things, I know that this is not a big deal at all. And mum kindly, we've been we have been doing washing. Mum makes it sound like we've just let our clothes kind of just continue to, <laughs> to grow. Um, but we've been doing washing at mum's. But I have to say, a month without a washing machine, um, it just wasn't, you know, ideal. So I had yeah, the other day when the lovely man came to fix our our door lock mechanism and he got it done within two minutes. I was ecstatic. I do the washing in our house. That's one of my jobs. And I enjoy doing the washing. And for four weeks, I hadn't been able to do it. So mum, I thought you could expose me with something, something, I don't know, a bit. (laughs) But it goes back to your point about, you know, if you, obviously everybody's definition of mundane is different, but people could call doing the washing mundane, but, oh my God, you were just loving it. And and you were living a hell yes in that moment. But I promise um, you before then, in all my years of living or doing washing, I'd never appreciated my washing machine really. I'd totally no. taken it for granted. It was only once it was actually removed from me and there was friction. I think that's another point, actually. I think a lot of what we do, there's no friction to it. There's no friction to going on our phones. There's no friction to online shopping. There's no friction to god even booking holidays or whatever there's no friction to dating you know if you break up with someone you just go straight back on tinder or hinge or whatever and find someone else so i think it's when you actually then add a bit of friction to your daily activities or usual habits or whatever um you then appreciate them so much more when that's removed um so yeah i was absolutely buzzing about the washing machine i've got no shame about that <laughs> no not at all but um i just want to kind of clarify i'd love us to appreciate before friction happens because Definitely. we don't yeah we don't want to just add friction so that we can appreciate or feel the joy in the moment so from this episode i would just love people to really commit to how can you find joy in the moment and We are unconscious. We're not conscious, unfortunately. So become conscious. And when you know that you're getting yourself wound up or you're getting caught up in the details of stuff and you'll feel it and you'll know what what you're doing it because you'll feel it, then step back and instead just think, I don't know, where's the joy in this? Could I step back, give myself some time and do something that feels really good? 
can I look at it in a different way that will help me feel really good? You know, that kind of thing. Just let's become more aware. And then we build momentum on that. You know, it becomes a habit, which is so cool. Yeah, so cool. I was just going to add to that. Um, I think changing the narrative or changing the way you see it is also really helpful when it comes to enjoying the journey, because what's something that might look negative, if you're able to even just kind of change how you look at it or change its meaning, it can then become much more positive, which does stop yep. the negative momentum building. Because once you've got that momentum, I'm the type of person that I do find it quite hard to break out of that momentum. Um, so for me, if I can stop it in its tracks and actually change the way that I'm looking at something, that massively helps um, before I can kind of go down that that train of thought. Yeah. And remember, we've got 16 seconds before we build momentum. So before the law of attraction brings us another thought like it. So, you know, it's good to have that knowledge because then you can choose to be conscious enough to shift it. Yeah, totally. Definitely. But don't get caught up in the detail of stuff. Just find a way to, if you can, to find that joy. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. That's what I wanted to say in today's episode. <laughs> Are you happy with that, Rum? Yes, Good. I am. And Good. and because the sun's shining as well, it makes it even more joyful, doesn't it? Seeing yep. you makes it joyful. Yeah, joy, 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 joy. Right? Should we should we end it there before you repeat another joy? Yeah. <laughs> Harsh, <laughs> savage. Um, <laughs> Awesome. For anyone that is still listening, we massively appreciate you. I really hope that this episode has been a helpful reminder. Um, As always, we will be back next week. and We should be sitting down with another interview guest, which will be very exciting. So that will be a different type of episode for you to enjoy. As always, there's links in the description as to how you can get in touch with us. Um, And you can also join Mum's Private Members Living a Hell Yes Club if you want to hear more from her. Um, Also, as well, I'd just like to say, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you can give us a rating um, or follow us, that would be amazing because that's just the way that we can know that you're enjoying the episodes and that you're enjoying the podcast. Um, So that really gives us great, you know, inspiration and motivation. So thank you so much. And we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.